Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. I am Yamla, your host for this journey. I was a hopeless love-aholic, but just could not get my love to work. Then after a series of heartbreaks and deep heartache, I finally got clear about what love is and what it is not. I want to share some of what I've learned about loveaholism. <laughs> Welcome to the R Spot a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. You know, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I feel absolutely empowered. I feel divine and blissful. And I think that I am the next best thing to melted butter on a pancake. (laughs) And then other days I wake up and I am truly the wretched of the earth. I can remember every mistake that I've made, every poor decision. I look out into the world and I see roadkill and I think that's my fault. (laughs) the rising cost of gas, that's my fault. Somebody's kid lost their tooth on the playground. Everything is my fault. I don't think I'm alone in this experience. But here's the distinction. On those days that I'm down on myself, beating up on myself, forgetting about all the glorious work that I've done to heal myself, On those days when I feel like I've totally missed the mark and I need to go back and start all over, rather than accepting that to be the truth, I observe it. And I say, wow, I wonder where that's coming from. Oh, my goodness. Look at what's up for me today. But I'm also aware that there are many of us who have those bad days and get stuck in them get stuck in what we haven't done, what we can't do, what we don't do, and we use that as a bat to beat ourselves down. So if you're one of those people that are stuck in a bad day that has been going on for 16 years, I want to say this. You can only solve the problem from the level from which you're looking at it. If you're down on yourself, down in the sub, sub, sub basement, Looking at yourself, you can only solve the problem from the sub-sub basement. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you're in the, you know, the dungeon of your life, looking at yourself, you can only solve the problem from the dungeon. And what many of us don't understand is those days when you're down there, it's simply because there's something coming up that you're ready to heal. Now, you don't have to heal it by yourself. You don't have to heal it on your own. You don't even have to know what it is. But you have to know that the dungeon days, the sub-sub-basement days, the beat-yourself-up-with-a-bat days, those are days when something's coming up that needs to be healed. And sometimes you need help. My caller today has been in the dungeon of the sub-basement. <laughs> and she's done a great job. But today, she's reaching out for help. Let's take a listen. Greetings, beloved. Welcome to the R-Spot. How can I support, guide, assist you today as you face your relationship, challenge, issue, problem, whatever it is? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> really appreciate you taking time to speak with me. Um, the relationship issue is with myself. I think I understand that when I don't have a relationship that I'm happy with, with myself, and I pretend that outwardly, it always crumbles. And so my relationship problem is with me. Tell me how it manifests, because so very often a relationship issue is a relationship with yourself. It just shows up with other people. But tell me how that shows up in your life. Where do you see it? How do you see it? How does it show up? It manifests as me being a people pleaser, taking on roles where I may be more forgiving than my inner body is really wanting me to, to, to listen to. And it manifests in me not being able to trust myself as well. So I may say yes, knowing the answer is no. I may want to say something where I am not happy and I may withhold that because I want to be in trouble. And I don't actually feel maybe that I have taken up space. Okay. Well, I want you to hear this with all of the love and respect just in my listening of what you are sharing. I often say to my students that self-diagnosis is misdiagnosis. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you have diagnosed your problem and come up with the solution. You, you, I don't understand why you're calling me. You, you got to... I'm calling you because I know this is a problem. No, the problem is trauma. In all of your speaking and your diagnosis, I heard you say this. I don't want to be in trouble. That's a trauma response. So somewhere in your experience, perhaps growing up, it had to be growing up, saying what you wanted to say or what you needed to say, standing up for yourself, asking for what you needed or wanted, wasn't met with warm and fuzzies. Well, I, there was no one to ask, Ayanna. <laughs> there was no one there. Um, I, I, the, my traumas are um, sexual trauma from family members, um, absent mom, um, absent dad. Both parents have used drugs. 
And so, yes, it's trauma, but not not that I don't want to get in trouble, but I want to find the place where I fit in, although, you know, I want to release that guilt and shame of not fitting in. And I want to be able to translate that into me being able to have family, village, um, people who want to stick around me despite me maybe not having a mom and dad, for example, or me uh, sometimes not always being um, able to say no. But mostly it's trauma from like not not having anyone to ask. And in my attempts to examine that and try to put it down, I guess that's self-diagnosed. But I also tried to take on too much. Like I was a victim as a child, you know, I should have been nurtured, but that's not a, is that a God-given right that I'm supposed to be nurtured? You know, it makes me play devil advocate with myself. So let me ask you a question, beloved. Thank you for your sharing. Where can you imagine or where do you think that the trauma exists within you? Where is it? My my heart hurts because I didn't have someone to comfort me. In fact, I had someone kind of turning the cheek on me and it, it, it hurts my feelings a lot, but my heart aches about it because it is reality. And my mom could only give what she could get. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, life does happen that way. But my heart aches for it. So your heart aches and then you have the thought that tells you why your heart is aching. Is that, is that, would that be accurate? Right, right, okay. right, yeah. So are you open to the possibility that your trauma exists in your mind? Now, that doesn't mean you don't have a physical or an emotional response to it, but are you open to the possibility that your trauma exists in your mind? And I do think it's in my mind. So... Are you open to the possibility? I want you to hear this from a place of loving concern and respect. Are you open to the possibility that you are thinking with a traumatized and diseased mind? Yes. That's exactly it. Okay. Breathe. I want you to breathe through that. Tell me tell me what's happening right now. Tell me what's happening. It's sad. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's sad that I know this and I can't do anything about it when like well, wait a minute, 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 take a breath, take a breath, take a breath, hear me, I want you to hear this good, you are thinking with a traumatized and a diseased mind, there is no way that you can figure this out. Because the same traumatized mind that remembers the trauma is the same traumatized mind you're trying to use to get the results. So you're diagnosing yourself with a traumatized mind. You're writing the prescription with a traumatized mind. You're questioning, judging, challenging yourself with a traumatized mind. Can you receive what I just said to you? I can, yes, and thank you. So what I want you to hear me say from a place of loving, concern, and respect is stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. That's it. We'll talk about that when we come back. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. 
For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back to the R Spot. Let's pick up where we left off. First of all, your first prescription is, I don't care if you're talking to yourself, to your son, to anybody, you must speak in 10 words or less. Okay. Because what happens is you're spinning. You start and then you go in and in and in and in. You're you're on a hamster Mm -hmm. wheel. You're circulating the own the thoughts over and over. That's how you escape the trauma. Yeah. You have to stop it. And the way you're going to stop your mind from running is shut your mouth. Tell me what you hear me saying, because I don't want you to, I don't want the hamster in the wheel (laughs) to start spinning. Tell me what you hear me saying. You don't have to repeat the words that I said, but I want to know what you are hearing me say to you. What I'm hearing is, that I am finding ways to cope with my trauma in so many words going in and out of what you know, what you feel. And I really just need to be still. Stop going down this rabbit hole of trauma. If you want to stop it, you got to stop trying to escape it. Okay. Now that's not what I said, but that's what you heard. And that's what I needed to know. I needed to hear what you what you were listening to because I sense that you don't hear. You listen to what's playing in your mind. And your mind has picked up little tidbits of information and and things in your quest to try to help yourself. How brilliant are you? <laughs> that you say, okay, I need to do something. Let me do something. The challenge is the same mind that holds the trauma. And we've all been traumatized to some degree or another. Right. But it sounds to me like you've got a physical imprint and impression of trauma, an emotional imprint and impression of trauma, and then the mental imprint 
and impression of trauma. And you're trying to figure out how to heal or grow or develop physically, mentally, and emotionally, but you're using the same traumatized mind. So what you're doing, beloved, is you're re-traumatizing yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this and I can't get it done. I get so far and it doesn't happen. And I don't trust myself. And I, and I, you're re-traumatizing yourself. Yeah. So here's another possibility for you to consider. First, let me make sure that that made sense to you. Does that make sense? Because I, I want to be very mindful that you don't hear me saying you're doing it wrong. No, I I don't hear that I'm doing it wrong. I hear that I... That's 10 words. I don't hear you say I'm doing it wrong, period. Because you're getting ready to get on that train again and go into an explanation. No explanation is required. Mm-hmm. 10 words or less. Otherwise, you're going to be on the train riding yourself into your triggers. Mm. You terrify yourself. That's what Mm -hmm. it feels like to me because you're so afraid that you're not going to get it and you're not going to do it right. I don't know if any of that lands for you, but that's what it feels like to me. Oh, yes, I am. I'm terrified that I'm not going to get it right. Um, And I think it's because, like, I've got this long list Uh, 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 that I keep track uh, uh, of. uh, 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 uh. I'm terrified that I'm not going to get it right, period. That's 10 words. You don't need more than that. But I want you to be aware of it. This is because you've got to start catching this. Because even if you get outside help, you're not going to be with them all the time. There's still work that you have to do. Yeah? You said a very clear statement. I'm terrified that I'm not going to get it right. Now, Attached to that thought is a feeling. It's the terror. It may be the sadness. It may be the shame. It may be the guilt. But there are things attached to that feeling. But rather than sit and be present with the feeling, you jump right into the next thing that justifies and talks about what it is that you're feeling. You can't talk about your feelings. You got to feel them. But what that does is it really bypasses the feeling and takes you into the traumatized mind that probably re-triggers something that you didn't get right and suffered for. Is that making sense to you? Yes, Ayana. This is it. Now that we know you're thinking with a traumatized mind that remembers the trauma, that traumatized mind will uses your speaking to re-traumatize you. And that's why you're on this perpetual circle of never seeming to get to where you want to go. Because you can only solve the problem at the level at which you see it. So you see the problem as no parents, not trusting yourself, doing this and not getting there. That's how you see the problem. So you can only solve it from that level. I want to take you to another level. Here's a level. You're trying to parent yourself, but you've never been parented. Right. So you don't know how to do it. No. You're trying to parent yourself. You're trying to raise yourself, guide yourself, nurture yourself, nourish yourself, protect yourself, teach yourself. You're trying to do all of that, and it was never done for you. So how do you expect to know how to do that? I don't know how. I don't know what I'm doing. That's the only thing I got. 
But since you were never parented, you may not have an appropriate skill set to do the parenting. Mm -hmm. And you have parented your son to the best of your ability to give him much of what you didn't have. And so when you look at a traumatized mind and an empty parenting basket, let's say, Mm -hmm. and a traumatized heart, the fact that you would say a relationship issue is with myself Mm-hmm. It's the way the deceptive intelligence is re-traumatizing you. What? Because if I had a uh, if I had a good relationship with myself, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't be this, and this wouldn't happen. You need outside intervention. <laughs> Tell me what you've heard me say. Doesn't matter what the words are. I just want to know what you've heard me say. I'm my worst enemy in terms of trying to heal my trauma because I'm doing it from a traumaed mind and trying to parent myself <laughs> without parent, uh, you know, being parented is, is not the way that I'm going to get the satisfaction that I'm looking for in terms of not uh, feeling that this trauma is impacting, you know, my growth. Yeah. Good. Something like that. Okay, that's much better than the first time. <laughs> you heard so some much. of what I said. <laughs> so you've got a lot of information that's being processed through a diseased mind, a traumatized mind. Mm. Not a bad thing, but I want you to understand it is unkind and unloving to expect yourself to do something that you've never been taught how to do. You're trying to heal yourself and you've never really even been taught how to hear yourself or take care of yourself. So I'm going to give you this recommendation and encourage you to really hold your feet to the fire when it comes to speaking more than 10 words. Okay. So tell me what you know now that you didn't know when you called me. I know that it is not my fault for the way that I feel. Yes, period. That's a sentence. Next thought. I'm here because I'm ready to change the way that I've been feeling. Period. Take a breath. Next thought. I have a traumatized mind and I have to be mindful of not letting it be in control. Period. Good. Now take the breath. (laughs) And I don't want you to say you have a traumatized mind because you have a brilliant mind. Okay. The distinction is this, not that I have a traumatized mind, but that my mind has been traumatized, period. Yeah. If I'm not careful, it will control me and re-traumatize me, period. Do you hear the difference? Yes. But you've done well. Good for you. Thank you. Even if in your mind you have to say blah, 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 period. (laughs) When you find yourself down in 687 words, period. (laughs) (laughs) Say it out loud so I remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or just say, let me stop right here. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear from you, okay? Yes. That would be great for me, Thank you, beloved. Thank you. Very often, we don't realize how upset we are with ourselves 
We're upset with ourselves that we didn't do it right. We're upset with ourselves about our bad behavior. We've done so much and things are still unfolding as they always have. Well, here is something to consider. You cannot clear an upset with the object of the upset. So if you are upset with you, you are not going to be able to clear that upset. Those are the days when you need help. When you're in your pattern, you need help. When you're beating yourself up, when you need help. And most of all, if you are diagnosing yourself, you need help. And my next caller is learning all about healing. We'll talk to her when we come back. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing at all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back to the R Spot. I am Iyanla, your host for this incredible journey into the bowels and the belly and the heart of relationships. Now, I did a show some time ago with a woman named Christy, and the nature of her relationship with her son had shifted, but she hadn't. So we talked about some of the nuances of parenting an adult child. Well, my caller, Christy, is checking in. So I want to find out from her how things have gone and how she's grown and what she's learned. So let's check in with Christy. Hey, Miss Christy, how are you doing? Oh, my goodness, I'm doing well. How are you? 
I'm good. I'm good. So catch me up. When I last spoke to you, uh, you were living with your son as a result of some health challenges and you were wanting to get out and you were wanting to resolve some challenges with him. So tell me where you are today and what's going on. (laughs) So just know from the bottom of my heart every day, all day, I thank you for everything that you have done. Where am I today? I am in Alabama with my um, cousins, an older cousin who I call aunt and uh, her daughter. Um, And I realized along the way that I made, I feel like I made a mistake um, because there was a rift there with my son and I for a while. His girlfriend, you know, started having feelings or issues about me being, my being there. And, um, had put like a time limit on it and said, you know, she wanted me to be in my own. Well, if I wasn't able to move out by August, then she would move away and then they would, you know, he would move with me and then they would see each other, whatever. So I didn't want that to be the issue. So at the end of the day, I just, um, I was scheduled for breast cancer surgery. The insurance canceled like a few days before that. So it was like a few things happened back to back. So I ended up moving, um, or I'm sorry, calling my cousin to say I just needed to leave Tallahassee because I didn't, I, you know, felt like this end was coming. Still not employed, can't seem to, I always have business ideas that can't seem to get any of those to catch or lose the motivation along the way because there's so much going on. I get depressed. So I just decided to come to Alabama and uh, came to Alabama to work on the medical aspect because I didn't want to have have or need my son's girlfriend because he works 10 hour days to help me through after surgery, um, especially if she doesn't want me to be there. Um, I hate being at this point in my life where I'm 45 and nowhere to go and I just feel like I, you know, at my at my breaking point. Oh, Miss Christie, mm. I hear a lot going on here. But where I want to focus, if you are open to it, is on this experience of cancer. Yes, I heard you say you're having surgery for breast cancer tomorrow. Yes, ma'am, six a.m. I decided to do the whole complete mastectomy so I wouldn't have to, so I could be free. I just see it as like, I'm, I feel like I'm, uh, I guess like burdensome in a, in a bad situation and I'm living with this one and that one and trying to like get up and I just can't get up. It's just the health thing is one thing. Can't really look for it or look for a job, but you know, I just, I, it's just a lot. So I just want to be, free as fast as I can be. Miss Christie, a job should be the last thing on your mind. You are fighting for your life right now. I am, but I don't have income, and that's the problem. No, that's not the problem. The problem is you think that you have to be 100% of the solution, and you don't. You are expecting something of yourself right now that is totally impossible. Miss Christie, you are facing the possibility of losing both of your breasts at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Why are you worried about an income? You got to know that God's got your back. 
You've got to know that God's got your back and that you will have what you need if you stop trying to make it happen. Miss Christie, your life, your life is more important, even if it's not the life you want right now. If you have a life, you can build it into what it is you desire. But right now, you are fighting a diseased body with a diseased mind. Mm-hmm. You've got to focus on your healing. You've got to focus on recovery. You have to focus on that. Mm-hmm. And I heard you say that you do want to be with your son, but his girlfriend doesn't want you there any longer. Right. So when I go back now, I went back for one day and it was fine. And then I went back for two weeks earlier this month. She was gone for part of the time. And um, when she came back, you know, we were we're always cordial, but I can feel I, I don't know. I'm able to feel stuff so I can feel the friction and the, you know, the dislike, which I hadn't said anything to her or whatever, but I don't, I don't know. Well, it's a common situation. You know, one of y'all is the other woman. (laughs) Either his heart is with you and she's the other woman or his heart is with her and you're the other woman. So that's normal. It's hard to have two queens on the same throne and the throne right now is your son's heart. And that's how it feels. Come here with me. And I'm going to hold you. I'm not going to let you go in this process. Okay? I want you to say this with me. I need help. I need help. The help I need is what? The help I need is God. Yeah. And what else? Family and support. The help I need is mental health. The help I need is somebody to take care of me. Oh, no. You're facing the possibility of losing both of your breasts tomorrow. You're not going to be able to use your arms. How are you going to feed yourself? I know. And then I'm around here arguing with people. Well, because you're thinking with a diseased mind in a diseased body, when the body is diseased and you're speaking about the experience of cancer, it, it influences everything. So you can't see correctly. You can't hear. You need help. You're fine. You need help. Is your 82-year-old aunt going to take care of you after the surgery? My my cousin is 50, 55, 56. She's going to do a lot of it. But the point was, was that my aunt would be home, you know, all day. So if I needed something, she can, like, get it out the kitchen or bring me some water or things like that. But. I don't want to depend because on because you need help. Yes, you, ma'am. Uh, you can't. You you will be dependent. So get that out of your brain. I don't want to depend upon. That's a diseased thought. Yes, That's a diseased thought. I don't want to depend on. Until you heal, you're gonna have to be dependent. So stop not liking it. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. You need help. You need help to get you through recovery from your surgery. You need help to be connected to grace and mercy to give you what you need. I want to encourage you to surrender the resistance of how it shows up. You need help. Mm -hmm. And the job ain't it right now. I have bills. I know. I do too. (laughs) (laughs) 
is worrying about the bill going to get it paid? No. What's more important, your healing? You're fine. But I want you to hold this thought because my concern is tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock, they're going to put some drugs in your body to put you to sleep, and they're going to remove your breast. That's my concern. Is your son going to be there for the surgery? Nope. I asked him, and I no. got, I, you know, wanted my granddaughter to have an appointment, so that appointment happened to be tomorrow. So I told him to just go ahead and take care of her, and he's supposed to come this weekend if he can, but, you know, whatever. So I can suspect that you're feeling quite alone right now. I do. I I was always a people person and always the one who's trying to hype everybody up and be positive and optimistic. And that has just not been the case for me during this journey. So tell me, where are you in your faith walk, in your religious foundation? Where do you sit in that? Where What are you? You Catholic, Baptist, you know, nothing. What? So I... I say it's Christian, but I don't know because I I, I follow your teaching 100%, which is like unity to me, unity teaching. Okay, so you then, you then you know about Christ, you know about Jesus, you know about the Holy Spirit, you know about that. Yes, ma'am. God is the greatest. But I understand when you say creator and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know, I talk to a broad audience. I want everybody to feel welcome. I don't care if you call it Harry. It don't matter to me. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I want you to hold this thought, and I want you to say it with me, and I want to see if you can feel it in your body. God, say that. God. I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. And when you pray that prayer, when you speak those words, You've got to know that no matter what it looks like, God is taking care of it. Mm -hmm. Because your focus and your attention has to be on healing your body. And that's going to create a major, massive shift in who you are as a woman. I know. That has to be your focus and your priority to heal that, to be with that, to observe that, to grow in that, to sit in that. You don't have time to be worrying about a job and a storage unit. And you haven't made any mistakes. You have not. You haven't. You were thinking with a diseased mind. Grace. Give yourself grace. I want you to focus on your healing, Miss Christie. I thank you so much for calling me back. We can't even talk about you and your son because <laughs> we, we're not even going to raise that issue. We're going to focus on your healing. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Miss Christie. Thank you so much for your time. There comes a moment in our lives when we have to surrender to the divine and trust and believe and know that it will be taken care of because there comes a moment when our humanness reaches its limits, but the divine is always there to open us up to greater possibility. Where, where, where in our teaching, our our education, where in our training, our conditioning, our programming as human beings are we taught how to move through some of the challenges that we face in life. We're not. Miss Christie is right there. God, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. 
So Miss Christie can learn how to be a better parent to her son when she learns how to be a better child to the father. That's a lesson that some of us really need to learn. (laughs) I know for myself, I had never been parented at the physical level. So I didn't know how to be parented by the divine. If I wasn't parented by my father, who I could see, my mother, my stepmother, my aunt, my uncle, who I could see, I had no idea how to be parented by my source that I couldn't see. So many of us don't know how to parent because we haven't been parented. And if we haven't been parented at the physical level, we must learn how to be parented by the divine. God, I surrender Miss Christie to you. She doesn't know how to do this. And I don't know how to help her. All I can do is love her and surrender her to you. God, take care of everything. I hope this has been helpful to someone. And if you have a question about this or any other relationship issue, You can call me live at 775-307-7768. Now be sure to follow me on social media for all of the call-in times. And until then, stay in peace and not pieces. The R-Spot is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, platinum status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit FuelRewards.com status. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.